If you've got your phone and you've got your Bible app on your phone, uh, turn on your Bibles. <laughs> we live in a generation where we've got Bibles on our phones. But if you're like me that loves to, you know what, have the real thing, amen, God bless you. There's nothing like turning off the page of the real thing. So if you have your Bible, Isaiah chapter 43, I'm going to read verses 18 through to 19. I feel stirred tonight. I believe God's going to encourage someone. Aren't you glad you're here in tonight in Wednesday night service? Man, you, sometimes we can feel defeated. Come on. Sometimes we can feel like, man, we were going through some serious battles. But thank the Lord you're here tonight. Yeah, come on. You know, it's like uh, Wednesday night is like, you know what? Pastor, just throw me a life jacket or something, man. <laughs> I, need, I need saving again. How many know what I'm talking about? Man, we need encouragement. And so thank you so much for coming out to our Wednesday night service. Because you know what? Something happens in a Wednesday night service. We're encouraged again. We're stirred again. We're helped again. Amen. So Isaiah 43, chapter 18. I believe God wants to encourage some people tonight. Isaiah 43, verse 18. And we're going to read down through to 19. Uh, and it says this, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Verse 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Amen. Say that again. New thing. Yeah. Now it shall spring forth. New thing. Oh, we got some gangsters up in here. <laughs> shall you know it? Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. NIV translation says this, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Wow, man, I want to preach a message tonight entitled, It's Time to Turn the Page. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, it's time to turn the page. Come on. All right, if you're making note tonight, number one, <laughs> number one, forget your past. Amen, if you're making note, number one, forget your past. Tonight, you know what, God wants to set people free from the past. God wants to help people about letting go of the past. Amen. And God starts this amazing passage of scripture in our text. The writer is saying, you know what God is saying to you and I tonight, before you ever walk into your future, you must first forget your past. Oh, come on, you missed that. Before you walk into your future, you must first to forget your past. And so God knows that we need some reminding. God knows that before you walk into something new, God has for us all that God promised us. How many of you know we need to let go of some of the old things? Come on, can I get a witness? There's some things that we need to get rid of. And God has a plan to move you out of the old and into the new. Amen. He doesn't want you bound to your history. He doesn't want you bound uh, to your past. Come on, He doesn't want you stuck in the quicksand of your past mistakes, your failures, your sins. Come on, we serve a God that wants to take us out from our chains and bring us out into victory. Come on, do I have any witnesses in place? God is the God that wants to make all things new. Hallelujah. And before anyone can move into their destiny, before anyone can move into the new season of what God has for you, you need to first let go of the past. Now, I remember working in the city many years ago, and I was in line to order my food, and there was this this older gentleman, you know, that's a nice saying, this is an older gentleman, and he's, he's waiting in line, he's in front of me, and he, it's his turn to order, and so he goes and orders his food, and the first thing he says was to the lady, he was like, hey, beautiful lady, and I was like, I was like hey, look at that guy, look, look at this guy go, man, the next minute, you know, I'm just waiting for him to order his food, and he goes, oh, so uh, he asked her, um, 
you know, uh, what time do you finish work? And I was like, oh, my goodness, this guy's like full on, you know, trying to play the, he's, a, he's an older gentleman too, you know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know. Next minute he's like, oh, you know what, uh, I'll get the hot soup because you're quite hot. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, yo. I was like, man, this guy got some skills, man. This guy, this guy's serious. But then all of a sudden, I mean, it, it, everything changed. It went from funny to cringy. I mean, she's like so uneasy. She's just like, man, who's this weirdo? You know, this, this, who's this guy trying to hit on me? And I, and I was thinking for a second, I was thinking, man, this guy must be thinking, right? He must be thinking he's so young. He must be thinking he's the old guy back in high school. He's like, he's the man. Yo, what up, baby? What up, baby? <laughs> it's like, it's like, so in his mind, he thinks he's back in 1986. It's like 2000s. Come on now, brother. <laughs> in his mind, he thinks he's got the six pack, but all of a sudden, I'll say bye-bye. <laughs> And I was thinking, you know what, man, it kind of reminds us of us, stuck in the past of our minds. Man, I remember I was, we were playing touch. I was with them, my brothers, and I said, Bobby, come and play some touch with us. And so I'm like, yeah, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I still got it, I still got it. Next minute, I was like running. I was like, man, bro, sub, sub, first five minutes of the game. So in my mind, I think I still got it, but man, my body's telling me no. Oh, you know that song. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the same with us in our minds. We're still stuck in the past. Amen. We know what it's like. It's like, oh, man, in our minds, it's still, we're still living the old memories. This guy thought he still had it. But, man, I'm telling you, we can be like that physically. We can be like that emotionally, mentally. We can be someone, somewhere else. Can you say amen? amen? We can be stuck in the past hurt. We can be stuck in a moment of abuse. We can be stuck in, in tragedy. We might even be stuck in a time where we were in a great season. I mean, when everything was going good. Come on, it's like those good old days. Oh, yeah, I remember the good days. We can even be stuck in those good times. And that's what our text is actually saying. That, you know what, all the good things, the writer of Isaiah is actually talking about all the good things that happen when he began to make a way in the waters, when he began to deliver them from slavery. And the writer is saying to them, don't, you know what, thank God for the, uh, the good times. But forget about that. I'm going to do something new. You know what? Oh, yeah. It's, you know what? God's done some amazing things over the past. But how many know God is going to do something new? It's time to turn the page, church. It's time to turn the page of your past and allow God to say, you know what? It's time for Him to rewrite your future. Amen. And here's the problem, though. We can be stuck right in this particular place, unable to move forward because of our past. Someone's hurt us. We can't move forward. Someone's abused us. We can't move forward. And Isaiah 43, it's, it's talking about, you know what? It's about the good things, not so with the bad things. But God reminds the people to say, you know what? Don't remember that. Forget about that. I'm about to do something new. That even though, you know what? The good memories might even be a trap as well. And the good things, we can get stuck in there. Can you say amen? But I feel like God is telling us tonight, you know what? God is saying, you know, I've been good to you. I know you've experienced some miracles. I know you, you, you know what? You've had some good things done in the past. But he's saying, buckle up, church. He's about to do something new. Who knows what God's going to do? Amen. I mean, you know what, man? I'm telling you, God is going to bring in people. God's going to open up doors for people. And now I want you to understand that God is doing something new in your life. Was it bad in the past? Guess what? It's going to be better. Was it good in the past? Well, guess what? It's going to get gooder. <laughs> that's my, that's, man, uh, the, the English teachers are like, the, the English teachers are like, oh my gosh, did you say gooder? <laughs> yes, it's going to get gooder. Yeah, I want to tell you that. 
But our text says, you know what? God doesn't want us to, to live in our past victories. He doesn't want that to limit us. He doesn't want our past defeats to keep us, to stop us right there. God says, forget the former things. In Hebrew, get this right, in Hebrew, which is what they wrote the Old Testament and what it was written in, it's a very interesting word. The word uh, zakah is the word uh, forget. Zakah, which has three meanings. Number one, it's stop mentioning. Stop mentioning. You know, people, all they talk about is the past. Amen. You know, so stop mentioning. You, you might be that person. It's like you're always talking about your past. You're always bringing up the, the things that happened back then. You're always bringing up all the bad things. It's like, oh, and this is what it's talking about. Forget the things. It's saying, number one, stop mentioning it. Number two, it's, it's another uh, meaning. Zakar has three meanings. Number one, stop mentioning. Number two, stop listening. You know, your past has a voice. Your past is reminding you of all the things that you've done before. Your past is telling you, you know what, God has got nothing for you. Your past and the devil will begin to remind you that you once an addict, always an addict. Once a cheat, always a cheat. But when you get saved, when you become a Christian, listen, there is hope. Because we don't serve a God that gives us a better life. We serve a God that gives us eternal life. And not only that, He gives us everlasting life, but He transforms us. This is what makes Christianity exciting. It's not about behavior modification. It's about a true inner transformation. Amen. Amen. And the third thing that we see in this meaning of forget, the zakah has three meanings. Stop mentioning. Number two, stop listening to it. And number three, stop protecting it. People can protect and sugarcoat their past. People can protect this, this idea of what their past looks like. And they, that's, this, is, this is the whole victim mentality protecting their whole past, protecting when they never move forward because they're protecting, they're hiding something. They're hiding, and this is why the writer says, don't dwell on these things. Don't dwell on the past. God is telling you and I, it's time for us to move on. Don't dwell on the past. Believe God for new things. Amen. I want to remind you tonight, Romans 15, verses 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The enemy will want nothing else but for you to live in your past. The enemy will want nothing else for you to say, you know what, there's no hope for your life. But can I encourage someone tonight, the God of hope will fill you with all joy when you decide to say, you know what, God, I don't want to live in my past anymore. When you got to say, you know what, enough is enough. When you begin to be desperate in your body that says, you know what, I've been going around the merry-go-round enough. There's got to be something within a person that says, you know what, I'm broken. I'm, I'm, I'm so messed up. There's no water in my life anymore. It's just nothing but a desert. But when someone decides to say, you know what, it's time to get into God. It's time to be born again. It's time to be in, in Christ. And then we can be a new creation. And that's when the God of hope begins to fill us with all hope, all joy and peace. We serve a God of Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. I thank God that our God is able to give us a future and a hope. Before we had no future, before Christ, we were scattered. We, um, before I became a Christian, my life was nothing but a mess. But thank God that God gives us a future and a hope. Man, God has a future for you. You're here tonight and you think, oh, yeah, you know what? My dad was like this. My mom was like this. My auntie was. Listen, no, no, that's not the same with God. 
God wants to give you a future. He has a plan for you. He has a hope for you tonight. David says it like this in Psalms 27. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would have seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In other words, he's saying, I would have lost heart right where I am, but I believe, God, that he has something far more better than what I am experiencing right now. And I want to encourage someone tonight, don't quit. Don't quit tonight. You might be bound tonight. Listen, there's still hope for you. If you've got breath in your lungs, if you've got something in your spirit tonight, listen, you still have a hope. You still have a future because Jesus Christ is alive. Can I get a witness tonight? And our text says, forget the former, forget the past. It doesn't say, oh, yep, you're gonna, it's going to erase your memory bank and everything's going to leave your brain. No, 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 it doesn't say that. Forget the past means that I will remember it, but I'm not bound to it. Yes. Amen. My past is no longer my emotional anchor in which I live my life. Amen. My past is no longer my emotional anchor in which I live my life maybe you've gone through something so real maybe you've gone through something so vivid you can remember the past and I can think about the past but listen you know what it doesn't make me sick I can remember the past but it doesn't rob me for my future why because Jesus Christ has set me free and who the sun sets free can I remind you is free indeed thank you Jesus and so tonight second point it is this it's time to turn the page so the past is only a chapter in your life. It's not the whole book. Can I remind you of that? Your past is only just a chapter in your life. It's only just but a few pages. But can I encourage someone? It's time to turn the page. Come on, it's time to turn the page in your life. Behold, I will do a new thing, Jesus says in our text. Ephesians 4 verse 31 through to 32. Listen, there's some things we need to let go of. Listen to this, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, as well all types of evil behavior. Instead of being, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Amen. I'm telling you, you know what, it's time to turn the page, but listen, when it comes down to it, will you really or will you just go through the motions? Oh, yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Preach it, pastor. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, forgive them. Oh, no. You know, you go into the shops and you see them. Oh, yeah, you go to, I'm just going to get some milk, honey. And next when you see them, it's like, oh, no, I'm just going to get some cordial. <laughs> have you really forgiven them? Come on, have you really forgiven? That's why I say, you know, we need to get rid of the bitterness, the rage, every evil thing and say, you know what, God, just as Christ, you've forgiven me, I must forgive others as well. A new life starts now. And for you to walk into the new, you need to get rid of the old. It's time to let go of the past. Amen. It's time to walk into the new. Get rid of the old. Let go of the past. Galatians 2 verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. That should be our memory verse for this week. I've been crucified with Christ. It's saying, you know what? It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives inside of me. This is talking about a new life that Christ has given us, that we ought to live now crucifying the things of our old life, the passions and desires, and saying, Christ, you live inside of me. 
Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. Amen. We should walk in the newness of life. Stop walking in the old ways and start walking in the newness of life. That through Christ, that though he was raised from the dead, that same resurrection power can live within you and that you can live that new life. That you can break the cycle of the past. You can break free from those addictions and you can now begin to turn the page and move forward in God. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but get this right, but one thing I do. One thing I do. I want you to underline that verse. One thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. Verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You know, Paul says this. He didn't say, I've got five, six other things I need to do. He says, one thing I do. One thing I do, which is forgetting those things which are behind. That same word there, forget, is that Hebrew word right there to stop mentioning it, stop listening it, stop protecting it. It's time to move forward. And he says, the writer Paul says, I press toward the goal. Meaning, obviously, there's going to be some resistance to you. There's obviously going to be some opposition in your life. But listen, you got to press through it. you got to say, you know what, man, it's got to go from a point of emotion to passion. Amen. Where we say, you know what, I'm, I'm sick and tired of living by my emotions. This is where passion kicks in. It's beyond your emotions when it's like, you know what, I'm believing God. This is faith. That we live by faith and not by our feelings. It's time to let go of the, the old. There's a saying that goes, you know what, time heals all wounds. Can I remind people tonight, that's not actually scripture. Time heals all wounds is not right. It's no wonder people live years and years and years in their wounds. It's no wonder why people live, you know, our oh, time would heal, but yet 10 years later, they're still, you know, living in that same spirit. That's like, man, all of a sudden, there's bitterness and anger still inside of them. People still bound in their past, still bound because of a broken marriage, infidelity. People that have abused them in the past, still bound in that. And there's all oh, time heal. No, listen, it's not. The hope for this world is not Buddha. The hope of this world is not Muhammad. <laughs> The hope of this world is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. There's no hope in drugs or alcohol. There's no hope in, you know what, smoking weed. There's no hope for that. There's hope in Jesus Christ. And Jesus, our scripture, the Bible tells us, in God and Him alone heals all wounds. Psalms 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Jesus is the one that is able to heal your inner soul. Isaiah 53 verse 5, But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Jesus didn't come to give you a better life. Dr. Ravi Zacharias said this, Christianity is not only for a stretcher for the broken, but it's a resurrection for the dead. Amen. Amen. Christianity is not only a stretcher for the broken, but it's a resurrection for the dead. 
I like that because it's not only God wants to heal us and give us a new life, but he wants to raise the things that were in us that were once dead and cause it to come alive again. Jesus wants to heal people tonight. Jesus wants to help you to move forward in the plans he has for you. God wants to set you free. 2 Corinthians 5.17, If any man be in Christ, the old has passed away. Behold, all things become new. Oh, but pastor, you don't know who I am. Listen, any man be in Christ. Oh, but pastor, you don't know what I've been through. Listen, the Bible says any man be in Christ. Oh, pastor, but I've done this yesterday. Hey, any man be in Christ is a new creation. And he wants to give you something new, but you need to be the one that is going to turn the page. You need to one that says, God, I surrender. You need to be the one that says, you know what, God, I can't do this on my own. Because the key to it all here begins with surrender. He wants to do something in you, but will you put down your pride? Will you put down your ego and say, you know what, God, I want you to do something new? Well, it begins when you surrender. And then the end of that verse, which I love the most, I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, what was once a wilderness in your life, what was once a wasteland in your life, God turns it into a road. God turns it into rivers again. Once was a desert, now flows rivers. Listen, when you've been freed from your past, that you're no longer bound to it, listen, you can use it instead of it using you. You know what, your, your, the problems that you had in your past was using you, but listen, when you begin to be free, you can use it for God's glory. That is why it's called a testimony. That whatever you've been through, you can testify, you know what, that God made a road in my wilderness. You can testify that God made rivers in my desert. You can decide to say, you know what, use your story for God's purpose. That God could use it to begin to reach out to other people. That now you can talk about your victories and you can talk about your defeats. You can talk about your mountains and you can talk about the valleys. Because you're able, listen, this is important, to share your story from a place of healing. So many people can get up on stage but not minister out of a place of healing because they're still broken. They're still not free. But listen, God wants to turn people's life around and say, you know what, you don't have to live in condemnation. You don't have to live shackled in your past. You can now be set free in Christ Jesus. He can make those roads. He can turn those deserts into rivers. And now you can begin to preach. You can begin to share your testimony because you're sharing it from a place of healing. The world is broken. It's crying out for healing. But where are the Christians? The world is crying out for answers, but where are the Christians who are really free? Where are the believers who are truly filled with His Spirit? Where are the Holy Ghost, uh, tongueless, speaking believers of Jesus Christ? Uh, listen, they're stuck in their past. But I come tonight to declare there is a name. That name is Jesus Christ. Come on. I come here tonight to testify that there is transformation that only comes through Jesus Christ. And he can use the church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. That Jesus Christ would begin to build his church. The church is, is a place for the broken, but we need to be healed so we can minister to them. Because the world need, needs answers. It's not physical, it's spiritual. So let the church rise up. Let the church be healed so that they can minister to a broken world from a place of healing. And extend God's grace. Extend God's healing in this generation where we can truly stand and say, you know what? I've been freed. You can be free as well. Amen.
Amen. Let's, t- let's bow our heads tonight in a word of prayer tonight. It's time to turn the page. God wants to encourage someone tonight. You know what? God's going to use your life. God wants to use people to minister from a place of healing. But you need to let go of the past. Let go of the past. Forgive them. Don't, don't let this person, don't let whoever it is hold you back from you entering into your promised land. It's time to move on. It's time to turn the page. God wouldn't want to use your testimony. 